Now, you've either experienced or noticed in the media that extreme weather seems to be affecting many parts of the world this summer season in the Northern Hemisphere, as well as the monsoon season in the tropics, and I guess also a little bit down here in the Southern Hemisphere. We decided to check in with some of our team members in other parts of the world. I spoke earlier to our correspondent in Spain, Karin Avila, who lives near the East Coast. Karen, thanks for being there to fill us in on what's happening locally. I know when we spoke the other day, you were having a pretty warm day. What's it like there today? Hi, Graham. Thanks for having me back. So today it is, the temperature is definitely climbing. We've been, it's been pretty steady at around 32 degrees Celsius for the last several days. And we're actually going to see that temperature climb up into the mid-30s, which for this location in particular is a little unusual. So a little warm, is it? It is a little warm. And, and we're actually a little cooler than other parts of Spain. If you go more further inland to where Madrid is or further south where Sevilla is, the temperatures are even higher. They're going to be seeing temperatures into the low 40s this week, which is, uh, of course, very high and definitely uh, above average, uh, since the average temperature would usually hover around the mid-30s this time of year. What's regarded as high summer in Spain? It's a little bit later than in the US, isn't it? In Spain, I would say July is really the peak uh, summertime. Uh, Well, the US numbers just seem a little bit crazy. They're breaking records over there. It doesn't sound like you're quite that bad, but I guess if you live in Madrid and you don't have the benefit of the sea breeze, then you're going to bake in those 40 degrees. And Africa is also experiencing very, very warm temperatures. I imagine there it could easily get beyond the 40s. Yes, I would would think so. From what I've seen and from very brief discussion with one of my friends in in Morocco, um, it has uh, climbed pretty high, those temperatures. They're used to hot temperatures, but again, that doesn't mean that there's not a climb in the temperature. And it's the same thing with Spain. They're used to heat this time of year, especially down south and inland, but they are seeing the numbers climb to above average temperatures. Okay, and are they issuing any sort of health warnings not to go outdoors during the heat of the day? Yes, they are. In fact, uh, I think in general, there's there's a lot less activity this time of year, which is sort of counterintuitive. In the summer, you think people are going to be out more. Um, the beaches are certainly full, but there are warnings to go out during certain times of the day versus going out for in midday. So morning, right. evening, and tourists as well. So there's a lot of uh, tourists that'll come from up north, from cooler climates down here during the summer. They also have summer vacations and are bringing their families. And there have been some warning for tourists because they tend to flock to the beaches and they're sitting out in the sun all day. And of course, that increases the risk for uh, heat sickness, uh, just overheating out there and the yeah. temperatures. We also had some interesting news from our Bali correspondent, Suzanne Hart, who reports, We've had a few weeks of very unusual or un- unseasonal rain here in Bali. Flooding, storms, strong winds, absolute mayhem on the roads with traffic. We're technically in the dry season, and this starts in May and goes through until October. But the rain we had two weeks ago was like nothing I've ever experienced. I've been running groups here for over three years, especially in June and July, and we rarely had to consider wet weather options. Where there now seems to be no safe time of the year when it comes to the weather here. We could uh, once rely on June, July as being 28 degrees, blue skies, no humidity. Planning an event, trip or tour now takes on the added complexity of having to allow for wet weather options. That's pretty tough in Bali. Yeah, Suzanne's got a lot of experience in corporate uh, events in Bali, so... uh 
It's a serious issue. If you've got a group of 100 people flying in from the US for an event, say, which they do, even more than 100 actually, that is a major financial issue to, to also have to, uh, to deal with. I spoke to a colleague of mine from a period when I used to work in, in Thailand, Putsidi Perm Thomasind. Putsidi sent a note to us yesterday. She's saying, uh, regarding the weather in Bangkok, actually we have had quite extreme hot weather here lately. In Bangkok we actually have had extremely hot weather this year. In summer, which is March, April, May, the temperature in many days climbed to 50 degrees Celsius, which hit the record. However, this is rainy season here, so the weather is cooler, but still hot, still around 29 to 31 degrees. What we are feeling now is quite a dry rainy season with lighter rain than usual. So we're expecting a drought afterwards. She's also saying that the, the Thailand's meteorological department has said the amount of rainfall this year could be lower than previously, causing water shortages. In a country, it's also likely to feel the effects of the ongoing and prolonged drought in the Western Pacific Islands. That's our report from Thailand. What's your situation in the US, Phil? Yeah, well, here's what's being reported across the US, Graham. It's, uh, it's been incredibly hot here. Nearly a third of Americans, over 113 million people, are under some form of heat warning. And that's according to the National Weather Service and the US National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration easy for you to say yeah uh, the the NOAA uh, says this is a they're saying this is a category four heat wave a, a designation that's rarely used actually outside the tropics now across the US temperatures are shattering decade-long record highs I was actually in Austin a week ago and it was incredibly hot there right. but in Phoenix it's been uh, between 43 and 47 Celsius for the last 19 days and forecast to be at least 43 or above for the next 10 days so uh, incredibly uh, hot conditions across the I, US. Yeah I remember I lived in uh, Scottsdale next to Phoenix Arizona and it was interesting to me the kids were taught look right look left drink water so that was the sort of mantra about well it wasn't only about crossing the road but uh, yeah the kids were required to have water bottles in their bags and i think you'll find if you look around in uh, arizona a lot of drivers have water bottles in the coffee holder coffee cup holder in the car because you've only got to break down out in this high desert country it's less than 15% humidity so your perspiration just disappears before it even hits your skin really and you don't notice how dehydrated you're becoming and they used to sort of say if you're thirsty you're actually dehydrated already so um, that's an interesting situation but a dangerous one. Phoenix is still breaking the rules. Remember the day we left Phoenix was in July it was about 110 degrees Fahrenheit and we returned to Melbourne and it was two degrees Celsius. So that's down Ooh. like in the 30s Fahrenheit, I think, maybe 40 uh, Fahrenheit. So that's quite a difference in temperature. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Now, Phil, also, what's the situation in the UK? There have been some reports from there too. Yeah, the, in the UK they've had um, incredible heat as well. So the June heat uh, didn't just break all-time records, it smashed the previous record set back in uh, 1940. Meanwhile, North Asia, including the Koreas, has suffered uh, days of extreme wet torrential rain and deadly floods as electric buses uh, went underwater which must have been shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, train, train services were cut off, uh, flights delayed. So from a travel perspective, these extremes are going to disrupt uh, even the best prepared traveller, to be honest. Couldn't agree more, Phil. 
Travel Writer Show.